welcome to Group Dates and Hot Takes. I'm Sampy. I'm Christy. Let's talk about Married at First Sight. Well, Christy, if the early bird gets the worm, I don't know what we get because we are so late here recording and producing this episode, but we're back. Finally. What do you have to say for yourself? <laughs> I mean, we're only a day late. It's unacceptable. Where would you like to start? Let's start with Kristen and Mitch. Okay, we're uh, we're getting down to the wire here. This episode This episode uh, is is right right up against decision day. Yeah, it's less than a week, and I think by the time the episode airs, it's like the the night before, basically. Yes, no, actually the night before. Yeah. Because I, I, I was not aware of this, so talk to me about this. How does that, how does that actually work? Because I thought they just lived their lives for the eight weeks, and then they did decision day, but it seems a little bit more complicated than that with separating the couples and stuff. Yeah, they always give them basically a full day to stew over their feelings and make a decision separate from the other person. So in that time, are they like are they allowed to text each other and are they have to like It seems like they can. I mean, I don't know how the producers be able to stop them. Hmm. Okay. So they get to, they get the day to stew and then they have to go Justify their decision. Yes. <laughs> in front of the experts. How does that normally go? Is it normally pretty uh, tension-filled for most couples and kind of going back and forth? Um, Sometimes. It depends on how bad the season went for the couple. Usually they, like, say a bunch of you know, nice things about the other person and then some things they didn't like and then they ask, like, it's time to make a decision. And... Hmm. How, how, uh, how regular is it that you, uh, the audience, really know specifically which direction the couples are going to go in for decision day? You mean like how accurate people are when guessing? Wait, or or more more so like how how obvious it is for most couples? Like, is it generally pretty obvious? Um, not always. I mean, last season everyone said yes, when at least two of them definitely should have said no. Hmm. Yeah, I just feel like this season we could kind of go any which way for like everybody. Yeah, that's generally how it is besides, like, usually there's, like, one couple that everyone's like, oh, they're for sure a yes. I don't know. I don't know if we necessarily have that this season. I thought we did. <laughs> but time changes everything. And this episode, uh, this episode was a little bit like that. So, yeah, getting back, back to uh, Mitch and Kristen. Give, give me the scoop. 
Well, we see them doing a face mask. Which they looked like they had fun. I just... Mitch is... Are you going to... Are you going to clean my wrinkle? Oh. (laughs) Because, of course, they have to chase Luna around so that she can be captured so that they can clean her wrinkle and give her all her medications and stuff. Still grossed out by that wrinkle thing. (laughs) Just stuff, stuff collects there. It's just, it is what it is. Yeah, it was, there was a, a a nice moment there. I mean, Mitch gave, gave her a, a face mask as well. And they laid there with their respective monster faces. Yeah, then we also see um, kind of like the friend chats with everyone or the family chats. So, oh yeah, we got to have one last go round. So we learn that Kristen wants a grand gesture from Mitch, basically either declaring his love or that he wants to be married. Oh Mitch. boy! And we know that's a lot to ask. I I I just said, good luck with that, lady. <laughs> And it's especially concerning then we see Mitch chatting with his brother and we learn again, he mentions this back to his old life thing that happened at his work conference and only been able to surf three or four times and bike a couple times. So, so sad since in, in eight weeks, oh, he's on, he's, he's just been so weighed down by this relationship process over, I mean, at this point it was only like seven weeks we weren't quite as close to, to decision day yeah just oh it's just been weighing on me man it's I, taking a toll it's, yeah it's taken it's taken a toll i've only gotten out on the ocean just <laughs> a couple times oh, like, life is does so he difficult not, did it not occur to him that maybe he hasn't gotten to surf as much because they've been filming a tv show like have some maybe a little foresight to say, hey, it's not going to be like this the rest of our lives with cameras following us everywhere. Right. There is a certain amount of context, to be sure. I think the, also, though, that like he does have to figure out how to come to terms with life changing as well, because that that won't like he's not going to be able to go back to his previous frequency. Maybe not. Um, I, I would, I would, I would doubt that just like life is busy when you attach your life to somebody else and you can't just do absolutely everything because priorities shift and instead of there just being your priorities, now there's your priorities, the other person's priorities and your shared priorities it seems like he was not prepared for that. No, 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 he was not. And that's something he's going to have to come to terms with if he wants to continue this. Because he he's kind of struggling. Yeah, he says that right now it is not an emphatic yes. <laughs> Has or it ever been? How emph- reassuring. <laughs> Has it ever been an emphatic yes from Mitch? Uh, I don't know about that. 
his brother does encourage him to not just throw it away or walk away just because you miss your old life. Like it's rare to find like a good partner. So don't give up on it. Yeah. Especially you know, someone that you can just spend time with and it's not an irritant, <laughs> <laughs> which I don't know if, I don't know if Kristen can say the same. I was going to say, I'm not sure it goes both ways. <laughs> maybe not i don't know i feel like i feel like most of the time she ends up being okay it's just the recurring arguments that get under her skin and like the those little issues that keep popping up yeah i mean just mention paper towels around him no do not do that do not mention paper towels. Do not mention disposable diapers. Do not mention Starbucks. Starbucks or tampons or <laughs> anything. No. Be very careful. So, so I guess all these couples, in addition to their meeting the friends slash relatives for the last time, they also get a last dinner. Yes. That's that's pretty their, their final dinner. It's pretty all standard. All dressed up, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just was a little confused by the stuff Mitch brought up because he was like, We don't need to move too quick. Seems like he wanted to like take a step back, which is the wrong thing to be saying two days before decision day. It's like where is this coming from? Like you guys are already married, so we're past the point of <laughs> taking things slow. I know he kind of it's kind of like he wanted to sort of separate a little bit, like after the show, go back to living alone for a little bit, yeah. And stuff. Like, what What are you thinking there? I don't know. He was he was very much treading on danger's edge here. <laughs> yes, this is not. This is the opposite of what Kristen wants to hear, and she even <laughs> said. Yeah, I need clear lines. That sounds like a gray area. It's like kind of like in limbo. Yeah, she doesn't. She want. She doesn't want to just be in this place where she's married, but they're effectively estranged or or separate, separated, or just back to dating somehow. See each other a couple times yeah. a week. Which, to be fair, would be very weird very yeah. very weird and mitch knows that this is not a good thing he's like i know you want a stronger commitment i feel bad that i'm not there and then he says if i say yes on decision day but i don't declare my love is that good enough and Kristen's like well it's a start and i'll take every little bit <laughs> i can get not what i want to hear and i'm just thinking she shouldn't have to accept crumbs from Mitch. Yeah, that is that is true. I don't know. I guess I guess I'm kind of okay with it from the perspective that like we all know how difficult Mitch is. <laughs> and like Doing this stuff is very so it's so infinitely out far uh, like outside of his comfort zone that 
I guess I'm relatively okay with this because it's at least like it's it is very honest and it is at least a, a statement of I I like this I like you I have growing to do and I'd like to get to be where you want me to be but I'm not there right now and so like I'm not there right now but I'd like to try to get there. Like, is, is that okay with you? I mean, honestly, it's kind of, it's very, it was very similar to the question he asked, uh, Justin. Yeah. I just think coupled with his, like, let's take a step back. That is a little concerning. It's like the two of those together are a little concerning. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's just maybe a little bit more productive perhaps than, this sort of total limbo that everyone else is in. <laughs> yeah. I guess they're being like realistic about it. Right. And you got, you got to be realistic when we're talking about Mitch because otherwise you'll just go crazy. I did, uh, I did think it was a bit, a bit sweet. And I don't think it was what she was looking for necessarily but I do think that it was possibly helpful just how he was talking about how like he is afraid to lose her and does not want to lose her. Like just saying that. Yeah, that seemed heartfelt. I, I feel like is a positive thing for her. Yeah, some vulnerability there. Yeah. Uh... So then they kind of had their like last... Or leading up to last night, where Luna gets to Ugh. sleep in their bed. Why would you make that the the <laughs> bookend of of your married at first sight experience? Cleaning the wrinkle <laughs> and just sharing the bed with Snorri McSnorri face. Like, <laughs> why? Oh. Oh, they have like these last words. We've been a good team. Uh, Mitch says, I do love you, but I'm not in love. There's that phrase again. Uh, I see. I don't, I don't like, I don't like that. I don't either. It's like all this, we've heard that sort of sentiment a lot this season. And I imagine you probably hear that sort of sentiment a lot in previous seasons, theoretically, but just there's all this effort to compartmentalize all the different components and aspects and facets of love. And it's just like, why are, why are you like, well, I love you, but like, I'm going to just like splinter it off into a bunch of, and I don't like, I'm not yeah, in love with you. It just doesn't make sense. No. Like either you love someone or you don't. Uh, no. I bet if you were to ask Mitch, what is, is the difference between I love you and I'm in love with you? He wouldn't be able to tell you. Because there's no, that's not a concrete thing, really. But. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough to uh, to figure out. And he continues talking about the needing a break, work, working back towards a shared life in a location <laughs> that we want. Yeah. Eh, a, little, a little weird. And Kristen points out, 
um, things aren't going to be much different in a different location. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's it's a little, it's if it's a little iffy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to uh, how to really react to that idea. I mean, I, I think it's just hard for him to really wrap his mind around. Oh, okay. Now we're just going to move into like an actual place and live together and that's gonna be my life and i i might only get to go surfing once a week well that's what he signed up for yes he did well i think this is the final time we get to we get to do this but christy Kristen and mitch Decision day. Yes or no. <laughs> so the other thing I forgot to bring up earlier when we started doing this is that sometimes it's split. One person will say yes, the other will say no. Oh boy. What happens in that scenario? Well, it just ends up being an overall no. I mean, that does kind of <laughs> make sense. You do need uh, two, two yeses. Yeah, but sometimes, like, I guess the producers will, like, I maybe ask the experts to ask a certain person first. So you'll get like a yes first and then uh, a no. Of course. So of I don't course. know. I'm still I still feel like they should be a no. But <laughs> they might actually say yes. Well, what you could do is I may not make sense to split this up, but you could say if you think it's gonna be different tell me i i think i still think yes i think both of them are gonna say yes but hmm. yeah that that's what i've been leaning towards in the last couple of weeks even though i don't think that's what they should do but yeah christy is still just just divorced don't just, don't do this to Kristen. it just seems like a mismatch i mean sometimes opposites attract <laughs> all right wow still going yes with them hmm. hmm what a strange world but i would not be shocked if it ended up being a no well yeah i mean i don't think we would be shocked if any of these people said no. <laughs> where do, where do you want to go next uh let's do alexis and justin okay well i don't think any of us are surprised that Justin is still stuck on the Maya situation. Oh, of course. <laughs> he chatted with his mom and basically said, giving Maya away, thought he thought that was an automatic oh, yes. You can't, like, no, dude. Unless you guys agreed to that before you gave the dog away, you can't assume that. Uh, I just, yeah, it, it's, that's, that's rough. I mean, that's exactly what we said in previous episodes like he just totally thought that it was an automatic yes and he finally verbalized that but she was not aware i <laughs> know uh, oh. we also learn well oh, just well justin no. mentions <laughs> that um he wants to feel desired even though he's the one who's supposed to be like being dominant or whatever and then the mom says he needs to get freaky yeah Oh, that sounds like you just need to get freaky. 
Like, oh, thanks, mom. <laughs> and I, I just, just really appreciate your advice. Like, that's just a weird mother-son conversation to have. Yeah, just, just a little bit. I mean, uh, I guess I guess somebody needed to say it. <laughs> I see. I thought, um, I forget, was his name Devon? The That expert, the new expert who came mm-hmm. in. I thought he mentioned something about just needing to take charge in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But sometimes... Sometimes it just hits different from your mom, you know? (laughs) (sighs) So at their final dinner, um, I guess he, it was just kind of a repeat actually of the conversation with his mom, more about dominating, which I'm still not entirely clear as to what Alexis means by that wanting to be dominated, but it seems to be a sticking point. For them I gotta gotta get out the the blindfolds and stuff i guess or i don't know if she just she just wants him to be like we're having sex now get in there I don't, like, maybe I she did know. she did think it was funny his mom said that yeah it's just i just feel like it may be too little too late yeah it's they they are still both up in the air it seems well yeah because he's talking about how he has had this whole realization about yeah i guess how in his head he's been and all this stuff and she's like well you couldn't have come to this realization six weeks ago i i, I think she's just skeptical at his ability to follow through essentially yeah i i mean i feel like that was pretty much all i had for them i just (laughs) i was cracking up as uh justin's like explaining all this and alexis kind of looking all frozen and she's just like I'm I'm taking everything in. <laughs> uh, what a great response! I'm sure that's exactly what what he wanted. I I think she just she has a fear of being all in when he's so I don't know if flaky is the right word, but he's just kind of all over the place emotionally and his mood and all this stuff. I think that's kind of tough for her to just be like, well, yes, this is, this is solid. Yeah, I just feel like they've had a really shaky eight weeks. So it's not really inspiring confidence in either one of them. Yeah, they have, they have been on a roller coaster, (laughs) a roller coaster of emotions this whole time. And I, I don't know. I don't know if they can recover from this. What uh, what are you going to say for decision day? I'm going to say no. I think, yeah. I think the result's going to be no. However, I do. I think that Justin is going to say yes. Oh, interesting. 
I I just I I know that he's been all bravado-y recently about how he's like really close to saying no, but I don't know. I think he just needs her too much. I think I think he's gonna say yes. Yeah, I think he's more attached than Alexis is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, if he wanted her to be more attached, he should have tied her down. <laughs> <laughs> he had his opportunity. Look, look, it's not my fault, okay? They're the ones who want to dominate and be dominated or whatever, okay? I'm just observing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was uh, perhaps a bummer for their relationship that uh, it took so long to have that breakthrough. She could have been getting dominated this whole time and they would have been perfectly happy. But no. Not to mention all of their, like, bedroom issues that they keep having different stories about. Uh, I, <laughs> like, knows? Alexis has hung Justin out to dry this whole <laughs> season. Yeah. That's rough. I feel like that's kind of part of the problem as well is, like, neither of them are good at keeping stuff within the relationship. No, it all gets aired out. I mean, remember that dinner with the friends? (laughs) They just spilled it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yes, how could I forget? It was very traumatic for me. (laughs) Oh, boy. Should we talk about Miguel and Lindy? Yes. Let's do it. What do you have? Well, she chats with her sister. And... I mean, Lindy's kind of just complaining about a lot of the same stuff about how Miguel stonewalls her whenever she does something to annoy him or annoy her. Um, But the sister doesn't have much advice. She literally (laughs) says, I have no advice. (laughs) They just made me come on here for the show. I really, I don't, (laughs) I don't have, I don't have anything. (laughs) Yeah, man, they, they. They really just did not have great previous week. Yeah, that couple's retreat, like, really knocked them down. Yeah, I mean, Miguel does does try to make up for ruining their last winery date. Yep, he says he wished he hadn't been so sensitive and overreactive. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to go zero to a hundred like he did. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot of, like, going back and forth, each trying to, like, make things better. I don't know if they actually accomplished that because there's always this air of, like, uneasiness yeah, and uncomfortableness. Always ten- there's always a certain amount of tension there. Uh, I did get a kick out of revisiting the uh, <laughs> Lindy ADHD moments on the carriage ride in that date where she's you can uh, just see the moment where miguel just checked out i just like that's part of the problem i told you this when it aired like i i feel bad for him but also like how many people really want to listen to a a rap poem it wouldn't be my first choice (laughs) I know. Oh, so so sad, so sad. 
They just, they've been circling each other. Miguel also mentions, your strong personality does overwhelm me. You're theatric, expressive, and emotive. Yes. Very true. <laughs> all, of, all of those things are true. Yeah, I... Man, it's just... It's, it's tough for me to watch these two. You know, at the end of the day, I think it was McGindy that destroyed their relationship they yeah, never that, that might have been the first they crack. never yeah they never recovered from mcgindy <laughs> what a shame uh, the experts you know not doing their job but sending in a, a fake baby mm-hmm. why 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 should we have relationship advice and counseling when we could just send a robot baby <laughs> <laughs> to make them get no sleep doesn't that like isn't that great not the best decision perhaps not i also think that the baby wasn't a good call in terms of relationship longevity from the perspective that i feel like everything during these eight weeks are so amplified like every everything is is so much more important because it's such an accelerated timeline, and so like you have a couple like really crappy days, or you have like a week that's really crappy. Like it just ruins that's, that's things. T- it's tough to it's tough to get over because that's like it's such a a huge part of the relationship because the relationship is so short that I feel like it's tough to recover from that. Yeah. I think one of the, the best seasons they've had was actually the one where COVID hit in the middle of filming. And so because everything was still super shut down, then they like let the couples go an additional chunk of weeks just kind of like filming themselves with like the GoPro cameras or whatever. So they actually got to like know each other a lot longer before, before decision, decision day. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But yeah, doing it with just eight weeks is, is tough. Yeah. Do you have anything else about them? Um, There was just one small conversation they had, I guess, after the dinner where they talked about controlling yeah. Because Miguel hmm. says, I don't think I'm controlling. I don't like being accused of that. M- Miguel really doesn't like to come off a certain way. And so they've, I guess, tried to agree on the language and how they talk to each other. And then Lindy mentions, like, well, if I can't rant to my friends and I can't, like, blow up at you, like, who do I go to to deal with everything inside of me? So that needs to be answered. Therapy. You yeah, <laughs> That's, that should be the correct answer. Uh, I mean, it's not necessarily the correct answer. I'm. It's just it's part of the whole picture, in my opinion. But yeah, I, it's just it's tough because I think at the end of the day, Miguel is terrified of her. <laughs> 
He's looking more and more scared as the weeks go on. <laughs> well, yes or no on them. Uh, I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say yes. What? Okay, you gotta ex- you gotta <sighs> explain yourself here. I don't know. They've had like obviously a terrible last what ten days or whatever, but they had enough good times that it might outweigh the bad. I mean, I. I get that reasoning. I'm just, I'm very skeptical given how much there seems to be a a raised level of tension all of the time. I mean, I don't necessarily think they will make it long term, (laughs) but I feel like the way they were talking at the end of the episode, they were like trying to come up with like solutions, even though it's still like awkward but well you're you're more of an expert than i am so i guess uh i guess your predictions may may be correct we'll see well not necessarily i mean i was wrong dead wrong last season boy i feel like everybody was dead wrong last season yeah i mean at <laughs> least two or three of those couples should not have said yes ah uh, so it is now time to talk about the saddest part of the episode. Yeah, this was the... Stasha and Nate were the one couple I thought, oh, they're for sure, yes, basically this whole season. Um, and now it's just... Yeah. up in the air. Yeah, I guess a lot of it comes down to... Stasha being concerned about and struggling with nate's insecurities and like his sort of emotional background given that he's not really ever been in a a serious relationship been in love all all that stuff i feel like so much of this is like that tends to be the crux of the issue yeah she's concerned he hasn't been in love which i don't entirely get that concern like if if he hasn't found the right person thus far in his life, like that's not a bad thing. No, I I th- I think for her it's just another another thing of oh well maybe he just doesn't have like the emotional maturity to to make... to love someone. Yeah, or the, or to know what love really is, be able to put in that work to like that emotional work to to accomplish that i mean we've been in very similar waters a lot this season of just talking about uh her desire to have him like share stuff and all of this associated with that oh. we see nate chatting with his sister and his dad and he brings up the kid conversation again from last week i mean not much new here i think yeah i mean his his dad did tell him that he shouldn't be so worried about it Mm -hmm. that like having fun while having kids is possible yeah i would agree I mean, yet again, it all just comes down to how you define things. 
And like, I don't think that she is defining things. And maybe that's part of the emotional maturity piece, but like, she's not defining fun as going out clubbing and getting drunk several times a week and stuff that he kind of seems to be projecting onto her. So it's just, it's kind of interesting to see how, how he, how he views that. Yeah. They need to define things, be specific. Mm -hmm. So then we had the final dinner where everything fell apart. Mm -hmm. So, Nate starts off saying wanting to know if she's all in and then wants to know what her flaws are. I'm not sure where that came from. That was just a random, seemingly random thing. Yeah, I'm not sure. Well, confusing. So Stasha wants to know how are his love feelings? And Nate's like, well, it's too early. My love for you is growing. Can see myself being in love, but I don't want to force it. I want to get to the point where I can just walk around naked around you and not be shy. Which we heard they've had sex, so what? what's the hold up there? Yeah, not to mention the, like, using sex toys in public, like... And the I, whole shower scene on the honeymoon, like... I didn't understand where Nate was coming from with that. I, 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 I would guess it's more of a, like... Like a general level of comfort around her versus like comfort and specific. I think that's maybe why he used the like walking around naked thing. Oh, okay. Not so much as a sexual thing, but just like I'm just comfortable enough around you to just be in my just my own skin sort of thing. I don't know if it necessarily landed, but I, I think that's what he was going for. That makes sense. So Stasha continues to worry that he'll never have that love feeling because he's never experienced it. Which, I just have to say, love is not just a feeling. What? So, <laughs> I I don't t- entirely know what she means by this quote-unquote love feeling. So. Yeah, I mean, she's just, she's, she doesn't know if she believes that he can get there. So at this point, Nate starts getting defensive. He is thinking she is saying his affection is not enough, which she's saying, no, that's not what I'm saying. But then Stasha starts down this train of, you're going through the motions, there's no burning desire. Which, once again, I need that defined. I don't know, I feel like using sex toys in public is kind of burning desire yeah like what she's saying doesn't match with what we've seen of them yeah i i i think it's kind of her her own insecurities about about relationships and and men and whatnot i mean i'm sure there's definitely context that we don't have as well yeah um I just I think they're both they're both kind of just getting getting defensive and reacting from a place of of hurt and fear and all of that and then just going around in circles around each other. Yeah, it just keeps getting worse cuz now Nate is hurt and 
he's saying like no matter what I say like you're not going to be happy you'll get bored and then like points to his tattoo and is like is this going through the motions and it hurts my feelings that you're questioning my love which I can understand that because it's like what I've said all these things about how I feel about you but it's not quite good enough for you but also you can't really describe what I need to aspire to so it's like how am I supposed to make you happy with what you want yes all very true I will say though that many 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 people have gotten totally ill-advised tattoos for no reason (laughs) so I don't know if that's necessarily the best defense but yeah maybe pick a different example but 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 yes his his uh his feelings there, I, I I very much empathize with with that. Yeah, she brings the burning desire back up and Nate's like, I do show you attention and love. What is missing? And then Stasha says, love is missing. Which, like, he says love is growing. I don't know. It's just, they keep going around in circles. Even Nate says that. Like, and he's like, I'm done. Because, like. He just leaves the dinner. Oh, boy. That's never a good thing. Uh, One no. person gets up and storms off. Storms off during their last dinner. Before. I know. Like, there's no time to fix it now. That's, that. I mean, that's what it seems like. And then, like, you see him, like, in an ITM saying, how is she going to believe me when I actually say I love you? Because it's like, will she think that's real? Or just words? It's kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't for both of them, really. And it's like, well, if he says it, is he just saying that? Like, is he being coerced into it? Yeah, that's it. Is it actually true? So, like, should she believe it? Did she just make him say it? Like, there's a bunch of things in this situation where they're just going round and round in circles. It's like, I don't know how you stop that cycle. Yeah, it's like if you continue to demand someone get to a point and then they finally say it, it's like, Well, was that real? How do you trust? It's like on The Bachelor when, like, at hometowns, everyone magically says, I'm falling in love with you or I love you. It's like, how are you going to trust that? Yeah, that's a part of the difficulty of marriage at first sight. (laughs) (laughs) And only having eight weeks together. So Nate mentions again how he's hurt about the accusation of going through the motions Tired of proving himself, he doesn't want to be stuck with her, which that did not go over well. Really? <laughs> I can't, hard to imagine. Why? Yeah, so we leave the dinner with both of them seemingly mad at each other and no resolution. Yeah, that's, that's tough. Because I feel like from from my point of view perhaps a lot of it boils down to he just has uh has uh lived a life where it's incredibly difficult for him to like perhaps show love or express love be vulnerable in totally normal ways or or maybe not even normal ways but normal amounts and she has lived a life that is very demanding and rigorous and up to very specific standards 
and perfectionism that she has set. And so those run into each other. And, and here we are. Yeah. Later that night, as they're back in bed, she asked, what do you enjoy about being married to me? And I don't know if it was editing or actually the case, but it was a very long pause with like this pained look on his face. Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> well, because they, they didn't, I thought they like added in a clock ticking, like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've forgotten about that. And yeah, then that was awkward. he's like, well, the friendship aspect makes me hopeful. <laughs> Yikes, Nate. <laughs> oh, boy. Also mentions her personality, but I don't think that's the answer she was looking for. Mm, no. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, how depressing. So then, like, she, Stasha mentions the what the experts said about using the right tools in the heat of the moment. And so Nate's like, well, I did use the tools, but she points out it was after they had their initial blow up. And so, like, it wasn't as effective as it should have been. And also, Nate mentioned that he's not getting positive reinforcement from, positive reinforcement from her. And so it's, he also says, you're helping me get triggered. Oh, this just keeps getting worse and worse, doesn't it? Yeah, Nate ends with saying, I choose happiness over a marriage. Oof. Uh, so what do you think Nate's going to say? <laughs> I mean, right now it looks like a no from him. Uh, I don't know what will change in that one day he has to think about things. Yeah, I, uh, man, I just don't, don't even no i will bring up to you um because we really haven't talked about this at all um their uh, little picnic thing that the couples all had um stasha was just talking about how she doesn't feel like he trusts her on relationship stuff so like specifically the example she used was the children conversation and how they had all this conversation while they were hiking about children and him being like well if, i don't know if we can like have fun have kids and then even later in the episode and then he had the conversation with his dad and it was like oh yeah that makes total sense yeah that is a little annoying if you're stasha yeah I, I mean, I feel like that's maybe it's it's unfortunate, but I feel like that may be the case in certain arenas for a lot of couples. There are certain things where it's just like, oh, oh, you saying this? Oh, um, get a second opinion here, <laughs> like from somebody outside, like, oh yeah, that makes total sense. And you're just like the other person's like, what, what? I like, I, I literally just told you that. And you're yeah. like, yeah, and I know about that. Uh, so yeah, I get that would 
be frustrating. I don't know. I It's hard to know if I was reading into this or not, but it did kind of feel like to me that Stasha a little bit at least was like, and, I'm, and this may be part of why Nate feels frustrated is like she's so perfect and set that like whether she intends it or not I feel like a lot of the time she acts like whatever she's going for or whatever like uh, knowledge she has like that is the right path and the right thing because she's just so sure of herself yeah that that may contribute to Nate's insecurity because there isn't perhaps a whole lot of wiggle room for like Nate's opinion because he's like he's way less emotionally mature than she is and kind of like with the house yeah where it's just like it no this is this is how things are buddy like just deal with it (sighs) tough tough all around um well, you said that you thought Nate was going to say no. What do you think Stasha's going to say? I mean, I feel like she would say yes, maybe. Cause then, but then I don't know what the overall. Because I don't know if you ever have a situation where like one person says yes and then the other person was going to say no, but then now they say yes anyway. <laughs> so I don't know. They... I feel like I'm still going to say yes for them. Oh, man. Just because wow. they've been so good all season. It would be a shame if, like, this one final last few days just ruined it all together. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, want, I want to believe. I really do. I want to believe so much. But I, I think I'm going to have to go with no. I just I just think that the blow up that they've had here at the end is just stuff that has been simmering the whole time that they've just been able to ignore by using the sex wing <laughs> you know and and like all the other things and I I just at this point I I don't know if I see them reconciling enough to both say yes on decision day. That would be so unfortunate. Yeah, they they had such a great run overall <laughs> until now. What a shame. So disappointing. Uh I did want to mention Speaking of the little picnic they had to get together, they all rode on go-karts, like street-worthy go-karts to get to this little park where they they chatted as all the couples together. And <laughs> Mitch was kind of upset that he didn't get an electric scooter. <laughs> oh, you know the producers did that on purpose. <laughs> of course. Let's, so give, he had let's to... give him the combustion engine that puts out all the exhaust uh, and well, fumes. He, he, yeah, and he was also... Uh, he was also, like, behind Nate and Stasha's 
gas scooter as well i think i think it was theirs <laughs> so he's he was smelling the fumes <laughs> and also the electric ones faster yes as well so it was just all around awful for for mitch there but oh man it i'll tell you what christy it feels like a little bit i know i know the season isn't over yet but it kind of feels like the end of a chapter here like this is the end of the experiment decision is. day is is the next day for these people like there's it just feels like so much finality yep they have they survived the well not everyone <laughs> survived the eight weeks <laughs> i really i want an update on morgan and ben <laughs> yeah. i don't think there is an update she probably hasn't blocked you think she she just like moved to thailand or something she just like got got a job uh as a as the nurse for like the scientific station on antarctica like she's just like i have to get as far away from this person as possible probably uh well we may not see anything more from them but uh I hope at least. They'll probably be at the reunion, though. Really? That's a, that's just my guess. Morgan I mean, I don't sitting there, sure. arms crossed, scowl <laughs> on her face. You really think so, huh? I mean, I feel. I mean, last season when, um, Chris and Alyssa broke up, like right after the honeymoon, they came to the reunion right after the honeymoon yeah this was the girl who like basically hated him the second he walked down or she walked down the aisle and like talked crap about him the whole honeymoon to the producers i hate him oh that's right (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't know if your marriage really recovers from that no uh well at least we didn't get something like that this season no not not quite that bad yeah this is maybe a little cold closer than we'd like but yeah well next week should be pretty exciting i gotta say a little Mm nerve-wracking i'm still a little confused as to why they decided to hold their decision day ceremony outside yeah that is odd i don't think i've seen that before i mean all sorts of uncontrollable shadows and sound lighting yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's. Mm. I don't know if I agree with that decision, but I'm not in charge, so. I got nothing. I can't. I can't influence these things. But if enough people listen, perhaps one day. You'll, I can you'll become a producer. Me. I will. I will become, the head of the studio. <laughs> And I will make them record Decision Day on a soundstage with consistent lighting, beautiful, beautiful shadows where they're supposed to be, wonderful sound with no birds. Oh, guy can dream, right? Well, Christy, how can people get in contact with us? You can email us at groupdatespod at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Group Dates Podcast. Mm-hmm. And find us on 
YouTube as well. We love hearing from our people about these wonderful shows. And we will be back next week. No longer on the road. Better audio quality. It'll be wonderful. <laughs>